0: presented on for the people is provided as general legal information. The general legal information is intended to inform consumers is not intended to substitute for specific legal advice as it relates to the listener's specific legal issue. Consumers are cautioned not to rely on the general legal information broadcast on for the people as legal advice. No attorney-client relationship is created, intended, or implied between the consumers of For the People and Deborah Rainey Esquire, the Compassionate Lawyer, or the Law Office of Deborah D. Rainey. Please consult with an attorney for your specific legal issue.
1: We the People says the Constitution, created for creating solutions. However, we the people lack the understanding. Legal terms and conditions sound written on another planet. Our rights we take for granted, often signing away our chances. Because we don't really know the circumstances. I swear I can't stand it. Then we're so demanding, quick to throw up a picket sign in the streets to exercise our freedom of speech. When the situation could have been avoided from the start, if we the people conquered basic knowledge of the law. So this is for the people. Law in plain language. Breaking it down for us in layman terms. Deb expressing her compassion and will for us to learn. Not for a check, but to address how to win in these streets. This show is for you. This show is for me. It's for the people.
2: What's up? What's up? What's up? This is Deborah Rainey, the compassionate lawyer. Welcome to another episode of For the People, Law in Plain Language you're hearing my voice, it must be Tuesday night, 8 p.m. And I'm going to warn you all right now, I am anything but compassionate. And by the by, my new word for MF is milk flour. Milk so when you flour. hear that, you know what I'm talking about. So this milk is Milk flour until she gets pissed off. Mama me. Black, milk flour <laughs> meme. What you told me, I can't say on the air or you're going to put soap in my mouth. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, join us in the studio. We have some special guests. Um, next to me is Mr. Thomas Ford. He is a um nonprofit director, extraordinaire. He is the um CEO and director of Exit Us and he'll tell you a little bit about what Exit Us is. Mr. Ford, say what's up to the folk.
3: What's up, what's up, what's up? And
2: Mr. Fo- Mr. Ford, um and, and the two people here, the husband and wife team, don't don't throw nothing at me. Y'all told me your names and I forgot. And give them <laughs> the sure mic and have, have each one of them introduce yourselves.
4: Hello, how you doing everyone? Is uh, William Webb, executive director of Opportunity Inc. Mr. Webb, how you doing? What's up? Beautiful. What's going on? Not too much. And next to Mr. Webb is his
2: wife. Am I right? Yes. And you Letitia are? Letitia
5: Webb, Director of Operations.
2: So we have Mr. William Webb, Letitia Webb, and we have Thomas Ford join us in the studio. And of course, my For the Fee- People fam, Black, a.k.a. the Broke Poets. What's yeah. up, fam?
1: What's going on, folks?
2: Simply the producer, soon to be Dr. Producer. What's happening, producer? Good evening. <laughs> I'm not sure what that little pause is about, but she need to get over it. Y'all we've been saying about. Simply the Producer for like 12 years now. Get over it. So, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's show is going to be a little bit about education. And we're going to concentrate in an area of folks who are generally excluded from a whole bunch of stuff. And I think y'all know who we're talking about. And if you don't, ask somebody. We're talking about those opportunities that are excluded and and oftentimes intentionally Ignored from or denied to our returning citizens, what once upon a time ignorant folks used to call ex convicts, we call now returning citizens. Before we get to that point, though, really briefly, last week we had a show where we had a very special young man who came in. And the name of last week's show, if I get it right, is Baby Boy, Where You At? That'd be it. And we also had a young man in the studio from Fatherhood Initiative. What was the name of the organization One he was from? Dad. Who? Frontline dads. I said, okay, forgive me, brother, my brother, if you're listening. Oh, my God, that was bad. And we had um, a young boy in the studio who gave us a pseudonym. And I know it was a pseudonym because I can't remember the brother's name, his fake name, whatever it was. Mo. But Mo was, see, black (laughs) shit. Thank you. Ooh, sorry, mama (laughs) black, my bad. Put my quarter in the cup. If y'all swear, you have to smack the table like you're putting a quarter in the cup, okay? So Mo (laughs) gave... Say it again, babe. You just put the cord in my pocket. <laughs> Mo hand gave hand us an, a, a perspective from a young boy who was still in high school. He's a high school student. One of the questions I asked him that was interesting, or I asked him at the end of the show, if you had some words of wisdom to impart to us adults or the adults in your life, what would you say? And what he said, and I'll never forget it, is leave us be, let us do what we do, and just be there for us. Don't always try to tell us how to live and how to how to. And don't always try to interfere in what we do because guess what? We'll find our way sooner or later. And I thought that was pretty insightful for one so young. And he ain't had the best life either. And so to Mo and Dana Gibson, what's up? Mo is Dana Gibson's mom, so I put him on blast. So y'all know his real name ain't Mo. I think that's
6: the mom. I think that's
2: uh, the Mo son. is the son of Dana Gibson. So if y'all I'm know so Dana Gibson, board. you know that's who his son, her son is. His name ain't no daggone Mo. So that <laughs> show. Was called "Baby Boy," where you at? You can find that show on www. dot com or for the people. dot p o d o m a t i c. dot com. Go to my website, click on Talk Radio, and you can find all of our past podcasts up on that website. And if any of you have been looking for and waiting for um, podcasts and they were slow in getting up, forgive our producer; she's so incredibly busy. And now that she's engrossed in her Ph.D. program, we got to have some love and give her some support while she's taking care of all that.
6: It she was only late one And time. by the by,
2: producer, did you hit record? I did hit record. Good girl. <laughs> and so one of the questions, I'm about to put Black on blast. Here we go. So Sister Black, <laughs> what Holds have up. you done to get your opportunity stuff together for education? And before we go there, let me say this. Y'all have heard the show before. When I'm on jury trial, y'all can tell. Because I get riled up. I get angry. So I'm going a, I'm to a do a two-minute, um, what do you call that, commentary where I'm going to say what I'm feeling but not right now. Just get ready for it so you need to stay tuned and be a part of it. If you didn't know, you're listening to For the People, Law and Playing Language on com. G-Town, the word, The sound from German town. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with our show, Don't Go Nowhere. Thank you.
6: Thanks for the heads up. Does that mean we're taking a break? <laughs> yeah.
2: Welcome back to For the People Law. and playing language with me, Deb you your not-so-compassionate attorney tonight. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, since y'all, those that are um, newer listeners, perhaps, or those that came back to us, we've changed our format from one hour to an hour and a half, so my producer is endeavoring to keep me on some kind of straight and narrow path. and she you know, doggone well, that hits ain't gonna work. That's my new word for the SHIT. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna say hits instead <laughs> of it.
6: Lord, help me.
2: But... By the way, do y'all know if SHIT is in the Bible? It is, right? They're like, well, I don't know don't about the Bible. No. My first no. question is for <laughs> Mr. Ford, who is the director of Exodus. Thomas, really quickly, tell the folks out there again the mission of Exodus really fast.
3: Yeah, what we're trying to do with Exodus is um, the total restoration of civil liberties. For folks to come out of prison, we want them to be able to access all the services all the opportunities that everyone else has access to. Once they complete their prison term, and they come out in the community, and they're expected to pay taxes and and <coughs> conform to what's going on out here, and be, then
2: once again act like a citizen, but not be given all the rights and, and uh, responsibilities exactly. and love of a citizen, right?
3: Right, and, and appreciate that pr- productivity, you I know, self sustainability. T- in order for me to move away from that lifestyle i got to be able to access the services, employment, uh, entrepreneurship. So these are the type of things that the folks are talking about we need. Um, okay. With well, thank the you for
2: that. That wasn't really so brief, but I really appreciate that. Brother and Sister Webb, your organization, tell us again what that is and really briefly what you offer.
4: Hello. Uh, once again, uh, this is This Webb. is William
2: Webb, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Uh, it's a residential. The name of the organization is called Opportunity, Inc., and it's a residential training prep program for individuals who are already in the field or interested in getting into the field and developing their own business.
2: And when you say in the field, any field in particular?
4: In the field of constru- residential construction.
2: Opportunity, Inc., I think I've – are there some judges in Philadelphia sitting or making, making folks go
5: to your program? Yes. Yeah, there, I thought I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And Sister Webb, you told us you are the director of operations. What does that mean?
5: I run the show. I
2: heard that. <laughs> Short, <laughs> simple, sweet. <laughs> see? I knew you that put was instructions coming. <laughs> out there. The only one that's gonna follow is the woman. <laughs> 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 Thank you. So ladies and gentlemen, this question is this question is for our studio members completely. Wow, I really did pop up, didn't I? I came home all sullen and angry and, and my new word for B I T C H I N G is Mitchin. I came home Mitchin and stuff. I feel better now.
6: Okay, She's just really take note how many times she stitched How many with this?
2: Those of you in the studio, you all know that there is both a federal and a state constitution. Everybody say, "Amen." amen. amen. Yep. What part? What amendment to either the state or the federal constitution gives us a right to education? Renee, what amendment would that be found in? Don't look at me like that. You're the one about God to be a PhD the
6: child that got its own.
2: Okay, and <laughs> what amendment is that <laughs> <I> found in? <laughs> we'll come back to the student to be doctor. Sister Black, help me out, baby. Hold what up. amendment is it?
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say amendment number
4: five.
2: <laughs> ah, wrong, but thanks for playing. Brother William, any clue?
4: I have not a clue.
2: Sister, William, what I mean, Sister Webb, any clue?
4: One.
3: The first one.
2: Very good, but no. Ah, thanks for playing. <laughs> 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 Brother Ford. What you think, babe?
3: I have no idea.
6: Darn, I just knew you was going to show us up in
2: here. I just there knew. There actually is no mention of the word education okay. or the no right no, there to So we're all right. Anywhere in the canal. Conno- no, don't even defend. try. Don't even
6: try.
1: It. <laughs> don't even try it. She
2: tried to play. And Black said <laughs> she came close. I plead the fifth. That's all I, I know. Defense. There is no mention of the word education in the Constitution. And as we said from day one and every time I get into one of these sort of constitutional modes, and by the by, Our president, Mr. Barack Obama, is a constitutional scholar. So I have mad respect for the brother. Go ahead, B. Uh, President Obama, if you're listening, call us in and tell tell us if I'm right, (laughs) if the word education (laughs) is found anywhere in the Constitution. There's a particular... Well,
6: wait a minute. minute. Let's let's give him the telephone
2: number. He could be listening. 215-609-4301. Good looking out. They can send us on our text at... 215-435-4099. They can hit us up, email at... For the for people at com. What's the Facebook address? Um, Black? For the people law and plain language. Ooh, scared of you. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, Deborah Rainey Law. And if you're too scared to get your voice on the phone, just send us a text. Or you can actually call the text line and leave a message. As I was saying, there's no mention in the Constitution of our right to education. But y'all have heard of this notion of due process, right? Yeah. You hear people say due process. If I want my due process rights, I know what my rights are. The educational right and other rights that aren't expressly lim- lim- mentioned in the Constitution are covered by this due process thing. Whatever rights that that she's waving her hand, telling me to stop. Does that mean we have a call? call?
6: So we have a caller that we're going to try to take in another way, and we're going to see how this works. Caller, caller, you're Hi. on the air. Thanks for
2: calling for the people. Who this? Oh, yeah. Back to you too. Caller, caller, can you try calling us back, please? We're trying a new sort of method to get calls in, ladies and gentlemen. But you have to turn your
6: radio off in the background. That's
2: the thing I'm going to say. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, when you do call into the studio and you want to take part in our lovely conversation now or at any point, please do not try to hear yourself on your computer because you're going to have a number of problems. The first one is there's going to be a delay from when you say something to us and we respond to you and you're going to be trying to hear yourself on your computer, we're not going to hear you saying anything. And my next question to you may be, do you have some mental health challenges? And I'll refer you to some mental health resources. Oh, she is in real form tonight. (laughs) 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 We don't want that to happen. So when you call the studio, please turn down the speaker on your computer, talk to us through the phone, and I promise you you can hear yourself by going to my website tomorrow, same time tomorrow night, the podcast will be up and you can hear yourself, tell your peoples to hear you. Just remember, when you call, don't try to listen to yourself on the um, computer, on your speakers. Turn it down and talk to us through the phone. It just makes the process go better. And when I'm in rare form like that, I won't make you want to want to come find me and beat my sash. So we've <laughs> already said that we know that the there's no mention of education in the Constitution. This next question is for... Particularly Brother Webb, Sister Webb, and Brother Ford. And I think Thomas and I have had so, so much fun in this, the past shows that we've been at together. You committed a crime. You went to jail. You did your time. When you committed that crime, though, you've already demonstrated to us you can't live among us and follow our rules, right? Why should we deal with you when you come back?
4: Okay, so the question is? Tell you
2: who, who you are. Why should we deal with you when you come back?
4: Why should we deal with an individual who's coming out of Out of prison. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to deal with us anyway because we are your fathers, we are your mothers, we are your sons, we are your daughters, and we live in the community. So if you don't deal with us, then uh, something will be dealt with, Uh, especially if we're away for quite some time. (laughs) Hello?
6: Go ahead. I'm, listening. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. For those of you who are new listeners, sometimes our attorney sorry. has five year old moments, and that was okay. a five year old moment. And it
2: happens more often than not at the end I of feel a jury some type trial. Of cold or something. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Webb, can I take it by the we that that includes you, or does not, as an ex offender?
4: Yes. Okay. And do you return the citizen?
2: Thank you. And are you too embarrassed to tell us where you what what you got caught up with?
4: It was robbery.
2: And was it armed robbery?
4: Uh, a little bit of strong arm robbery and, uh, and armed robbery as well. It was robbery in general.
2: Okay. And were you a youngster or pretty? W- what sort of age medium were you at when um, this occurred? Man, uh, years ago?
4: It, it was years ago, but I. Can you hear me? No, we can, yes. It was years ago, but I wasn't that young.
2: He has a perfectly round ball head, except for a small little bump at the top. Okay. <laughs> but it's, I've not seen a, a round head that perfect. Look at his head. Oh, it's round. You. It's really it's a little egg <laughs>
4: spot in the middle. I think she so,
2: so Brother Webb, was it federal time or state time that you did?
4: It was um, federal.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say this to you. Since we've done this show, our producer has been amazing in finding us um, guests – and folks that come on, share their experiences with us. Most of you know, listening, based on what Black's been through, what she's overcome, you know my history and um, our producer's history. I just want to take the time personally to say to to Brother Ford and Brother Webb, thank y'all for being shining examples. Sister Black, you already know what my love is for you. Much, much respect. But it's so refreshing to hear and see that stereotype, that whole... Can I say white people? No. That whole... (laughs) racist ideology that African-American men aren't about anything and won't be about anything. Thank you so much for representing. Brother Ford, Brother Webb, thank you so much. And I'm newsy, so I'm not done. So how much time did you
4: get? Uh, Well, interesting enough, I served four years. Wow, that's all? I had a good lawyer.
2: I know, that's right! (laughs) Right! If you had a good lawyer, you wouldn't have served no time. I'm just playing. So having said all that, what was the impetus that led you to create Opportunity Inc.?
4: Uh, well, my lifestyle, uh, being having a live experience, and also being an advocate uh, for the community.
2: Okay, and how can returning citizens reach out to and find out information or family members of returning citizens as it relates to Opportunity Inc. Is there a website?
4: Uh, we don't have a website, but you can reach us uh, by uh, emailing opportunity ten sixteen. At gmail.com.
2: O-P-P-O-R-T-U-N-I-T-Y for you spelling challenge people. The number 1016 at gmail.com. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. All right. So Mr. Ford is here because he is an expert or very, very knowledgeable, shall we say, of those programs out there available to to returning citizens. My first question, though, is... How many of you out there in the listening audience know what a FAFSA is? Well, F-A- you know what?
6: I, I just want to back up a little bit. Okay. I, I want to talk about what brought this show about. This is a show that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I don't know what brought it about, but I just found out what it was. Because <laughs> certain people and certain people in the room who shall remain nameless, Black, why is she but about she's a like poet, know, are exactly. not in school. <laughs> and... We've dealt with a lot of folks in their 20s and kind of what are you doing, working a whole bunch of bullshit jobs. and. Mama Black, that more. was not me. Bullshit's in the Bible. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been wanting to get on the soapbox for so long about go to school, go to school, go to school. The government will pay for you to go to school. You can get student loans without having to have your credit check. So... I get it, and my get it straight, block.
2: y'all out there. There's a difference between private loans versus federal aid. So those of you that heard Ms. Um, producer Renee said you can get government aid without having your credit checked—that relates to the federal student or state student aid, not grant, the private right, loans. Right, right.
6: But the point was, so many people don't know about it, and it wasn't until when some. So when I do this, Deborah says, "I don't see a legal show out of that." So, so we that's had why you see me making we up we stuff and asking about the We had, had the someone ask. We had someone on the show a few weeks ago, and they did not have any college. And after we spent a little time talking to them after the show, Deborah looked at me and said, "Oh my God, we've got to do that show. There's too many people out here that don't necessarily that are not necessarily returning students, uh, returning, returning citizens, citizens. And even if they are, there's still unless there's a drug mm-hmm. conviction, which is a whole other thing. I'll let Deborah get into. But Get up and do something. My dad used to say to me years ago, Renee, the years are going to go by. Ten years are going to go by. Five years are going to go by whether you do anything with it or not. Even if you take, well, you can't take one class at a time anymore and get aid, but even if you take one class here, two classes there, it adds up. It took me 24 years to get my bachelor's And degree. it took
2: me 14 to get my J.D. Well, not your JD, baby. Let's not sound special. My JD, yes, 14, fourteen years to go up to and finish JD. Excuse me, go. y'all. Th- those of y'all listen, no, you ain't got to go to school for fourteen <laughs> years to be a lawyer. My fault. Strike that completely. But what I'm saying, like Renee saying, I didn't go traditionally from high school to college. I went in the military. They promised me the GI Bill. Whatever, whatever. During the course of my military service, I took courses here and there at the University of Maryland. Which, when I went in in the '80s, was all that there was on the military campuses. So, after that, it wasn't until 2000 when I decided, you know what, I'm going to law school. So I defined a class, uh, university, finish up my bachelor's degree in order to get into law school. So it was a, uh,
6: and then she only, and took I graduated three years law, in law school, law school.
2: F- in 2003. So law school is only three years, old, Don't get scared. So we digress really, really quickly, y'all. The best websites to go to to find out whatever information you have about federal and state student aid. And take these websites down. www.ed.gov. That's the Federal Department of Education website. The other website is—I'm sure y'all folks have heard people say—FIA, Pennsylvania Higher Education Authority, and I'll get to that website in a minute. What I wanted to do, I went onto FIA's website really, really fast. Oh, it means it stands for the Pennsylvania Higher Education Assistance Agency. It's PHEAA dot org. PHEAA dot org or dot P A. Just put P-H-E-A-A into your browser for Pennsylvania and boom. If you're not in Pennsylvania, put in the name of your state higher education agency and that will pop up as well. FIA has a really good grant program manual and it's fifteen pages and it walks you through the process of how you qualify what you're qualified for, but I'll say some really quick things before we turn to Brother Webb, Sister Webb, and uh, Mr. Ford. If you are currently incarcerated and you are interested in receiving aid, you cannot get any federal aid while you're in jail. And by federal aid, I mean federal loan programs. There are grants out there for folks who are incarcerated, and some state higher education authorities, depending on where you're incarcerated at, what state also may have grants for you. The difference between a federal, a loan, and a grant, ladies and gentlemen, really quickly, Mr. Ford, what's the difference between a grant and
3: a loan? Grant, you don't have to worry about paying back the loan. You're going to suffer when you get out of house. I know. That's right.
2: (laughs) Really quickly, I grant you this. It's yours. You ain't got to worry about it. I'm loaning you this, meaning you finna pay me back when you get a chance. And the interest will whoop up on you. 215-609-4301.
6: And I just want to say you brought up returning citizens, and if you're incarcerated, next week we have on the show Robin T. Jones, who's the Director of Education for Philadelphia
5: Prisons. That should be
6: fun. So she'll be talking about opportunities that are educational opportunities. And the
2: fact that they have someone that's responsible for that in the Philadelphia County prisons just warms my heart. Because most of my guys, their biggest gripe sitting up there is there's nothing to do. And when there is stuff to do, this is really long waiting list to get a part of it. One of the things that's different between state incarceration and county incarceration, and I'm not speaking from experience except what my clients tell me, folks, if they're going to be incarcerated for a amount of time, would prefer going upstate because there are more programs, things to get your mind and get yourself ready to prepare to come back out. County county prison and any other jail, for that matter, is merely a warehouse. Y'all agree? For those of y'all been inside, jail, county prison or warehouses, state prison, at least some of them, tend to get that process started, whether it's perfect or not or good or not. Go ahead, Brother Ford. Uh,
3: however, uh, CCP is providing uh, some classes to what's folks. CCP? Community College of Philadelphia um, do have classes on and the insides. They're inside-out program, and the guys are taking classes. They're coming out, and they're getting started with the, their college once they hit the street, so it's a great, great opportunity. And what's for it called? It's their Inside Out program. Can you um, go
2: to CCP's website and find that Inside Out program, or do you have to know the source to call?
3: There's a uh, representative on campus, Tara Timberman, um, is in their reentry support program. And if you Google that, you get to CCP's site, you can find under her name all the different information for former offenders, for people who are locked up.
2: Y'all know, as most of y'all know, I do my preparation before we come on the show a couple hours beforehand. And I try to find a link on. Community College of Philadelphia's website relating to returning citizens. I couldn't find it. But I found something interesting. I don't know if this program still exists. It's on CCP's website, and it's called Opportunity Now. It says, Community College's Opportunity Now program provides Philadelphia residents who've been laid off from a full-time, non-seasonal, either permanently or indefinitely, with a tuition-free opportunity to make a new career start. That's cool. If you were laid off from a full-time, non-seasonal position, either permanently or indefinitely. They will give you a tuition-free opportunity to make a career start. Yo, tuition-free. Black people, that means it's free. Take your butt down to (laughs) CCP and ask about opportunity now. White people, it means it's free. Take your butt down to CCP. Latinas, Latinos, same thing. I don't know how to say that in Spanish, but y'all get what I'm trying to say. And I
6: think the point to remember is that even if you have a background, I mean, everybody has a background of some sort in whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, what you want to do is build positive things on top of that. So if all you're going in there with is, I don't have any experience, I've only worked at McDonald's, I've spent some time, I was incarcerated at some point, you want to put something at the top of that resume. And what traditionally goes on the top of the, regu- of, the, of the resume is education, which means you're showing that I'm trying to do something else with my life.
2: And this question is for Brother Webb and Brother Ford and um, Sister Black. How... Did either of you have resumes prepared before, during, or after you came back home, returned home? I uh, I was working. This is Brother Ford, ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Ford.
3: Yeah, Thomas with uh, Exit Us. I, I, I was working before I was incarcerated, so, yeah, having a resume was always a part of what I did.
6: And you, and you had your bachelor's before then, right? I had right?
3: a bachelor's, and um, I still do have it. <laughs> they ain't take <laughs> it back, <laughs> no, no. And, and that's an important thing. Yeah, to remember. Right, exactly. They Once cannot you get take that, that back. Education, they can't get that back. You know, they can hound you for the student loan money. <laughs> there you go. But they can't get that education. Brother back.
2: Brother William, what about you?
4: Yes, actually, I did have a resume and some help, uh, some support on the, on on the outside. I was also employed. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I was also already employed before I went in. um Sister black, yeah. Uh,
1: actually, no, but I was employed before I went in, but I can remember being on the inside and doing several workshops of resume building and things like that, so I came out with one. Were
2: those provided by Sharp or some other program?
1: Uh, They, uh, I can remember one provided by Sharp, and I think it was one that was mandatory through social
6: services. And I, I have a question for Black while we got her on the hot seat. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. If you support us supporting and pushing Black to go to school, please call the studio right Two now. 215
2: <laughs> 609 <laughs> 4301. 215 609 <laughs> 4301. Email her. Mama we Black, what's your phone number so they can send you a text her. to how that girl to go to school? She
6: needs to be in school by January. We are starting a petition. A petition, okay. <laughs> that we're just going to call her. We're going to hire people to call her every minute on the minute. Wow! To get her in school. So, have you looked at any of those papers I gave you the last time I saw you for CCP? Yeah, I
1: did.
2: Did I you do
6: anything with?
1: She no, was honest. She said. Did you, <laughs> did you
2: read them? In defense of my counts my client, <laughs> Your Honor, yeah. she said she looked at it. in response to your question. It was responsive. Really her fast. My personal phone number is okay. Go ahead. <laughs> what I found. On the federal website, something called Incarcerated Individual Incarcerated <laughs> Individuals and in eligibility for federal student aid. It's a two page FAQ of sorts. And y'all remember what FAQ is. Listeners frequently asked questions that relate to folks in their eligibility for federal student aid while incarcerated, deferred loan status. Once you get out of jail, are you still qualified? I mean, it's a pretty interesting, pretty quick pretty down-and-dirty flyer that you can get. And I got this flyer from www.studentaidaid.ed.gov. On that website, click on um, Aid for Information for Incarcerated Individuals. It's a link. It will take you to this two-page document. There's really a lot of information out there for you, and I know there are still some family members in our communities, black, white, brown, otherwise, that don't have website. So before and after this show, and hopefully on the um, Podomatic page, we'll put some phone numbers up for you. Thomas, if you can say again for us what the name of the um, woman was who you said?
3: Yeah, that, that's Tara Timberman. Um, and we
6: hope to get her on the show really soon.
3: Yeah, just, you know, I'll, I'll have to probably bring her, like, there you personally, go. There you kidnap go. her, put her in the trunk of the car, and say, come on, we're going down to the radio station because she's terribly, terribly busy with, with all the things that she's doing. But that's, um, and I'm not sure the the correct name, but it was the Inside Out last I heard. and I don't know if they've, they've adjusted their name. So that's what they um, what they basically are doing at CCP Community College of Philadelphia.
2: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. You're listening to For the People Law and Playing Language. Tonight we're talking about educational benefits and who they're available for, and we're having special emphasis on our returning citizens. Renee just gave me a card that said, Renee, break, announce... Okay, Uh, you're not supposed
6: Uh, to read uh, the cards. (laughs) You're not going to make it to the Emmy reading the cue cards like that. So I want to make sure, I mean, I I titled this show, Are You Unemployed, Returning Citizen, Need a Job? So it's a job, but, you know, it's kind of a better way to get a job. You know, you're working a dead-end job, had to get your attention somehow. So we are working on the job, but we're trying to get you so that way you're building something via the education. So that was kind of our little hook. I have to say that in addition to to Breast Cancer Awareness Month, that this is Domestic Violence Awareness Awareness Month, the month of October. I am a survivor. They're having their I pledge tomorrow. I will be one of the speakers. What's an I pledge? Um, It's where you are pledging. They have partnered with Verizon as their sponsor and is pledging to do more to assist in domestic violence, to get involved with some of their campaigns. And the
2: lead agency for that is? A Woman Against Abuse in Philadelphia. (laughs) <laughs> so where's the iPledge um, presentation? It's from
6: 4.30 through 7 o'clock at Love Love Park. Love Park tomorrow. And for
2: those non-Philadelphia listeners, Love Park is in Philadelphia, so don't be in your city looking for Love Park. Those of y'all <laughs> from Philadelphia, Love Park takes up the area of 15th and JFK right across the street from the Municipal Services Building. And stay tuned because our producer will be featured on Fox News because they're going to be interviewing her. About her experiences as a domestic violence survivor. If you really want to hear how touching and how um, just amazing Renee's story is, and we had a father on one of our shows whose d- daughter was killed and her body hidden from by her boyfriend for two days or a week or something like that. On our episode eight on the website, it's called Domestic Violence Love Shouldn't Hurt. Click on that, at least you'll hear their story and you'll get a better understanding about um, domestic violence and why it's so close to our producers' heart. In addition, if you type in www.womenagainstabuse.org, they'll have a link that says, here Our survivors' stories. Click on that, and you can click on Renee's story and read Renee's story. And what was more touching is one of our young girls at our family doctor's office talked to her about her story because she's experiencing the same thing. And, y'all, what's more touching, in, in addition to what Renee has said, have y'all seen the NFL and the president and other prominent males saying, Enough, no more, no more hitting. A woman shouldn't be afraid of the person she loves. Look out for those commercials. A lot of the NFL players, Eli Manning's little whiny butt, does one. <laughs> President <laughs> Obama, a couple of the um, coaches for various NFL. And that was um, after teams. the Ocho
6: Cinco event.
2: <laughs> after Ocho Cinco allegedly choked and punched his wife.
6: And headbutted, right?
2: And headbutted, right? Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And he allegedly did, y'all, y- y- because our system, you're innocent until proven guilty. Was that our real break, or was that just the announcement?
6: No, that was just announcements, and then I wanted to make sure that we update when we come after break a little bit about the voting decision that came down last week.
2: And for those of y'all that want to know, please make sure you take notes about Opportunity Inc. and Exodus, because these are the folks you want to reach out to if you know someone who knows someone who knows someone that has a loved one coming home. And Thomas said on one of our... um, we had Thomas on one of our episodes called It Takes a Village, I think, and then we had him on another one before that. And he called in. And if him, he wasn't
6: in, he called in. He was here. He called he in
2: when we had Brother Sujai Graham on. And so y'all probably have heard um, Brother Ford's voice a lot and his opinions a lot and his positions a lot. And it's really, really touching to know that there are folks out there who are turning around and reaching out a hand to help bring others forward who went through what they've gone through. And I think that in the minority communities, the black community in particular, we've forgotten it. A lot of us now are about ourselves. Show me an African-American Republican, and I'm going to point to that person in their face and say, see, now you about yourself and not about community. And my, I personally think that's one of our biggest problems. But I'm going to get off my soapbox. We'll be back in a minute, y'all.
7: Check it out, you got me mesmerized, with your black hair and your fat ass thighs, street poetry is my everyday, but yo, I gotta stop when you drop my weight, if I was working at the club, you would not pay, ayo, hey, my man fight Diggy, he got
8: something to say, I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, and a Haitian, mm. name is Fife Borg from the Zulu Nation, so you in the jam, that we can get down, now let's knock the boots like the group H. You got DVD all on your bedroom wall, but I'm above the rim and this is how I bore. A gritty little something on the New York street, this is how I represent over this here beat, talking about you. Yo, I took you out, The sections on my mind, pulled the whole damn
7: route. My mind was in a frenzy in a horny state, but I couldn't drop times cause you couldn't relate. You yourself country set, you couldn't relate. You yourself a country set, you couldn't relate. You Your upper wall, Staring at your dome piece Very strong Stronger than pride Stronger than teflon Take it on the ave And you buy me links Now I want a pound of thing Until it stinks You could be my mama And I'll be your boy
8: Original you road boy Never am I coy You could be a shorty In my ill convoy Not to come across As a thug or a hood what? But hun, you got the hood Like Madeline Wood By the way my name's money The five foot freak say we get together by the end of the week, she simply said no. Label me a hoe. I said, How you figure? My friends tell me so. I hate when silly groupies wanna run the yeah. Word to God, hun, I don't get down like that. i have you weak in the knees, that you can hardly speak, or we could do like Uncle
7: Ella swinging Epp in my cheek. Keep it on the down, yo, we keep it discreet. See, I'm not the type of kid to have my biz in the
8: streets. If my mom don't approve, then I'll just be low. Let me save the little man from inside the boat. Let me hit it from the back, girl. I won't catch a hernia. Bust off on your couch, now you got Siemens furniture. Shy he fight for the extra P. Stacy Beetle, PJ, and my
7: man LG. They know the ass track is really so on ice. The character is of man, never ever a mice. Shorty, let me tell you about my only vice. It has to do with lots of loving and it ain't nothing nice. Relax <laughs> yourself, he you said. ain't nice, let yourself, you said. nice, let yourself, he you to He yourself, he to He yourself, said to He yourself, he to He yourself, he to He yourself, he said to He yourself, he said to him. He let
2: What's up, what's up? This is Deborah Rainey, the Compassionate Lawyer, bringing you For the People every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. on gtownradio.com. Welcome back to For the People, Law in Playing Language. Now this is the live me before that was the tape me. They sound good, don't they? You're listening to For the People, Law and Playing Language on www.gtown.com. Gtown, the what? The sound
1: from German Tell.
2: We're here with William and Letitia Webb. We're here with uh, Thomas Ford, my brother, and Renee wrote CCP on oh the card. What goodness. does that mean? It means we need to talk
6: about <laughs> CCP and some of their programs that you don't have to have. Our Hopefully, high ladies diploma. and gentlemen,
2: we will have someone on from CCP, and CCP stands for Community College of Philadelphia. And ladies and gentlemen, even if you're not from Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. Most every municipality has a community college. If you live in a state that has counties, there's more than likely a county community college. If you live in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia has a community college, Montgomery County, um, Bucks County. Even in Jersey, there's community colleges. So if you don't know, type in the name of your municipality in your browser and write community college, and I bet you it will pop up. Um, CCP, we are giving you all a whole lot of free advertisements, so someone down there need to come on the show and and give folks better information with respect to your programs. But the program that I uh, mentioned to you on the other side of the break, Opportunity Now, I hope um, folks will look at that, take advantage of that, and at the very least do, some, at least do some research. Renee invited Mr. Ford on tonight's show because he is a plethora of information as it relates to his um, organization, his baby, Exodus, whose mission is to ensure that the rights to civil rights – of our returning citizens are restored. In addition, ladies and gentlemen, Exit Us is the, sort of one of the anchor organizations um, in the creation of a Bill of Rights for returning citizens. And that Bill of Rights can be found on our website, com. Click on Talk Radio. Go to one of the episodes that that was um, Mr. Fort was on. Don't ask me. I'll put it on uh, Facebook 25th. when I remember. Ooh. The 25th <laughs> tape... Or better yet, go to forthepeople.podomatic.com. under comments. Click on comments for the twenty-fifth episode, and you'll see an actual um, version of the Returning Citizens' Bill of Rights. And if my producer didn't put it up there, I'm now making her put it up there. Wink, wink. Hint, hint. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go, and that's <laughs> what you get from the <laughs> budding PhD. So, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ford, as it relates to the how how difficult for you and, and and Sister Webb, I don't like you being over there being so quiet because I like that you get those short answers. You, you follow directions quite well. You are not a returning citizen because you don't look like one, right? And by that I mean you're not. Really? I should be a returning citizen because I'm uh, Really? Yeah. And she no. said, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly.
5: <laughs>
2: so, yes, even educated folk fall into that stereotype, stereotype, stereotypical trap. And I knew that you were a returning citizen by your posture. So tell us about what led you to incarceration and back.
5: Actually, I'm not a retardant. See,
2: she (laughs) lied. See, she just messing with me. She messed with me. So my question is for you, um, Sister Webb. Do you find it or did you get any kind of flack from family members, friends, associates when you and Brother Webb hooked up those that knew his background? How much of that did you get thrown at Thrown in your face, or bullied about, or talked about, or teased about, or you know, whispers and all those things. None. Don't lie. We black. No, no. Black, black folk whispering all the time.
5: They do all the time. That's why you have to be selective of what you choose to pay attention to. Okay. Okay. No, I mean my family. really is not in any position to judge whisper or do anything <laughs> and i think we can all leave the innuendo <laughs> out there sort of get marinating right it's
2: marinating the flavor's gonna be out by the time the show goes off
6: can i give you my family members <laughs> phone number and, and you share that with them that when you're not in a position you don't throw stones exactly
2: those in glass houses should not throw exactly. stones is that right nora's family nora's wow. family i'm
6: calling you that's it listen
2: They don't have computers, so they can't be listening (laughs) to the show. (laughs) By the by, special shout (laughs) out to if you know someone in the North. Shavina Q, Sharon Q, Yvette Kamimura, Laurie, the videographer who's now absent. What's up, y'all? So, Letitia, tell me um, what in your role as the operations director, the sort of um, balls of the Opportunity Inc. What do you do?
5: So 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 much. Well, you know, it all is always starts off, you know, as helping, you Mm -hmm. know, your partner with whatever endeavor he has. (coughs) Um I am a therapist. That's the producer. Go ahead. (laughs) You're a therapist. Therapist by by profession. Still. Um well, no, because I'm full time stepped out with Opportunity Inc. because I believe in it and it's going to grow. And it needs me. To come in to do what I do, so it can. Well, that's grow. that's <laughs> awesome.
2: So how does how do you, do, do you find your um, your clients, or do they find you, or is it a combination of both?
5: It's a combination of both. I mean, William is the mobilizer. He is the community. He hits the streets. I mean, when you talk about grassroots, I mean, put his picture besides gra- grassroots in the dictionary. So It's going
2: to be right under Thomas Ford. <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
5: <laughs> 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 so when you're talking about hitting the ground, running, um, tapping back into your connections and reaching out, You know, really paying attention to your email, any opportunity or event that's out there. You know, William will be there, and he'll put the word out.
2: Really quickly, tell us what, when one comes to Opportunity Inc., what happens? How are they processed through? What do they give and What do they do?
5: Okay, so it all depends. If you're talking about a collaborative partner, you're talking about wanting to rent the space for events. Someone that wants
2: to get services from from Opportunity Inc.
5: Okay, so right now, our first and upper running program is From the Ground Up which is the 6 months residential construction prep training and entrepreneur Wow, program. six months? Six Wow, months. All, all five days a week? No, two days a week. Wow. We just expanded to two days a week. And what does so that consist of? It consists of workshop and lecture on residential construction, the theory behind the 16 divisions of construction, construction math, leadership development, and business planning. Good
2: God Almighty. Y'all out there listening up at the end of the day, at the end of their program, they're hopefully trying to teach you how to be self-employed and entrepreneur with your own construction business or own construction skills so you can hook up with somebody else. Y'all better ask somebody, you better recognize. Brother William, I heard you were exactly what were you saying, dude.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, we talk, when we're talking about education, there's two things I wanted to talk about. When we're saying education. Kiss the
2: mic, please. Uh, I, I didn't even <laughs> oh, okay. I may put it to your mouth. All righty right, then. That's right. Mm. Edu-
4: education uh, also comes in another form. Of uh, first, of all, especially for people of African descent, to uh, find out who we are and, and tap into a prior, before uh, a slavery. Get back into some of that of who we are and uh education is outside of academic academics we're talking about construction trades it used to be in the schools so even if a person did make a mistake they had a trade that they were able to provide for their family i mean pretty good make a pretty good living so that trade component is missing um and we also uh, having a job is good. We're always going to have people who are workers. Hold that uh, thought,
2: brother Webb. Sure. Mm-hmm. We have a caller, 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 calla, You're on the air. Thanks for calling for the people who this. Caller, caller, you're on the air. Who this? Caller, caller. Can you hear us? All right, caller. Do me a favor. Can you call the studio line? Try that two two one five six zero nine four. Three. Oh, is that me? Yes, it is you. How are you? Okay, she's happy. Miss <laughs> Q, what's up, Sister yes. Q? How are you? I'm good. How y'all doing? Uh, we good. You still in the ATL? We
6: yes, miss, I am.
2: We miss you. When are you coming back up? Ah. Uh, in November. Oh, cool. Make sure we get a shout. Make sure you stop by and give us a shout. Miss, um oh, yeah. Sister Q used to be our in house photographer and we had her here taking pictures of our guests. And when we do our um going out in the community event, she was taking pictures for us, too. Um tell Shavina and her boyfriend we said hi. What's his name by the way? Friend. Friend <laughs> Tell friend that everybody on the Florida the People um show, Gaston and all said he don't do Savina right. We're coming to the ATL, and we ain't going to come down there smiling. Oh, right. for real? For real. I don't think she got yeah. everything I said, did she?
6: No, she did. She said, oh, for real. So, um,
2: <laughs> Sister Q, we appreciate you. Thank you for the test call. We see that it works. And I wasn't supposed to say that either, was I? Oh,
6: my goodness. I'm just going <laughs> to step on her feet. Just step on her feet. Thank you, Miss Q. S- thank you, Miss Q. Oh, you um, welcome. All right, okay. Brother Webb,
2: you were saying about the um, education that is not just that, which is in the, in the um, classroom.
4: Right. We also want to talk. We also want to encourage people to get into uh, their own business because, especially, uh, a lot of folks, especially when I were down, had skills in construction in some form or fashion. If we can tap back into those gifts and talents that we use in reverse, um, uh, the hustle, so to speak, and use it right now, especially because of the climate that is happening in, in the, the in the economy in the economy. Um, and especially in the construction field because nothing goes up and nothing comes down without construction. Um, we as people of African descent need to be in there, first of all, um, but that's a whole nother endeavor. Yeah. But so move along, babe. There's so much opportunity out there mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, in the field mm-hmm, of construction. You don't even have mm-hmm. to pick up a hammer or a nail to be a GC.
2: And if y'all heard Sister Webb say, she said there were sort of 16 aspects within mm-hmm. construction, and those are the things that you're going to be trained on in this from the ground up program. Is that right?
5: there's 16 divisions of construction. And so a lot of people may can be what we call handymen, but do you know the theory behind construction? Do you understand what it how it all comes together? That's why we named the program from the ground up because That's we're going to teach you the 16 divisions and how to build a house from the ground up.
2: And and once an individual finishes from the ground up program, does that 6 months you, you make mention of residency. Does that mean that they're in residence during the program or you're helping them build a residence? What did you mean by six-month residency program? Well, both. Okay. Um,
5: some of our students are still in halfway houses, That's awesome. um, drug and alcohol programs, etc. That is But we awesome. also connect with homeowners in the city of Philadelphia that are willing to turn their property over to us to help house some of our students That's to help awesome. them get on their feet.
2: That is awesome. And do That's you also right. have folks um, donating like rundown houses to use as sort of a practicum for folks to learn the, con- the 16 divisions of construction that you're teaching them, or what hands-on um, things are you provide in the program? So let me ask it this way. Are there hands-on stuff provided in the from the ground-up program?
5: Yes, we do have hands-on. Okay. Um, right now, the next class is going to build w- a workshop. Um, we are located at the first run of black-owned firehouse in the city of Philadelphia, 10th and South. Engine number 11 is um, wow. history. The mural, I think, now is on 8th or 7th and South. That's awesome. So we've had the opportunity to have the historical aspect and being right in the middle of history. That's and awesome. And so on the third floor of this old firehouse that has been converted over to the Willie G. Williams Community Center, we're going to build a workshop. So whether we have hands-on experience in a shell house, quote-unquote, or we get the work the um the hands on experience right on our site, they will definitely walk away with applying what they've learned.
2: Have you guys thought about reaching out to the city perhaps and helping them get involved in fixing up or doing something with these abandoned properties found throughout the um city
4: yes um. We are in the beginning process of that. We want to make sure that we are set up straight and everything is right. Uh, Our our I's are dotted and our T's are crossed. There are 40,000 vacant homes in the city of Philadelphia. Did you know that? I I see
2: almost all of them going home, too.
4: And this particular program is not just a training program, but it's really a movement, an uh, economical uh, movement. Wow. Wow. for individuals.
2: It sounds amazing. If anybody wants more information about Opportunity Inc., please email is opportunity1016 at gmail.com. I say again, opportunity1016 at gmail.com. If you're not sure, send us an email for the people at com, and we will give you the information you need. Community college, high school programs, and other initiatives are going to be talked about now by Mr. Ford. And I uh, didn't say it was written on the card. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
3: Well, w- w- one of the things that that, that, um, that I know community college is, is trying to uh, do better at is reach out. I know the mayor just did a, an unprecedented uh, move with uh, appointing himself to community college's board.
2: Was that before or after he shut down all the community centers for our kids? I'm sorry. I keep going.
3: He just did it a couple days ago, and uh, Tara put it up and he's appointing folk. The Workforce Development uh, Corporation in Philadelphia that, that funds a lot of the job trainings on CCP's campus isn't doing as much as they need to be doing.
2: Let's keep it real. they not doing spit. Let's keep it real. <laughs> Folks go down there all the time looking for this, looking for that. They can't find nobody. Folks ain't there. they chewing gum, popping gum on the phone. So what are we doing to fix that or to better it?
3: It's a major, major shakeup. Anytime the mayor comes in, you know, community college is funded by the city and the state, so the mayor has a lot of say-so who is on their board. And anytime a mayor comes in and and do what he did, appoint, you know, two or three folk, appoint himself, then you know there's some things going on. The, 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 uh, The director, the president of CCP better watch out for his job. Because there's going to be some mover and shake, because that's the way the economy is. People are turning to CCP to find these opportunities that are less expensive than some of these uh, voca- vocational training programs.
2: And, Brother Ford, thank you. For those that don't know, you do not have to have a high school diploma in order to get into CCP programs. If you go on their website, type in Community College of Philadelphia, there was a brilliant um, link on the side. And the links are designed that says college, students, um, adult education, degree, certificate programs, associate degree programs. So just because you don't have your high school diploma, don't let that discourage you. They have GED programs. They e- I know when I was in the military, when I was going through school, they had something called CLEF, um, C-L-E-F, and, and similar um, credits. And what they did was they gave you credit for lifestyle skills things that you learned over your life. And uh, uh, unfortunately, and I think fortunately, you didn't get a whole lot for being a thug like I was when I grew up. <laughs> but I was yeah. able to sort of translate that into some of the necessary college credits that I need. The information we're providing to you, ladies and gentlemen, is really important and it's really, really necessary. If anything you heard today you weren't understanding, you want to hear further information out, you can reach out to Thomas Ford Howe, Mr. Ford.
3: Yeah, uh, I do have a website. And uh, it's early in yeah, its so it development. Uh, www.exitus.weebly.com. Weebly, and uh, we're on Facebook, Exit Us Reentry. Um, so friend us. Uh, email address, Thomas Ford Exit Us, all is one word, at yahoo.com. Uh, Thomas Ford Exit Us at yahoo.com. Phone number, call me directly, 215-626-1915.
2: Brother Webb, Sister Webb, what's the phone number folks can call to reach out to Opportunity,
4: Inc.? 267-579-6301.
2: Really quickly, ladies and gentlemen, upcoming shows... For those of you that don't know, I think today or tomorrow might be the last time to register to vote. If you are currently on probation, on pro-roll, you are allowed to vote in the state of Pennsylvania. Get your butt down there to register. If you're locked up right now, you can't vote until you get out. Upcoming shows, we have um, Republican State Representative Rosita Youngblood. Rosita, I'm so sorry, baby. I know you're not a Republican. My bad. Don't kill me. She'll be back Mm -hmm. on October 23rd. We'll be talking a little bit about... The voting um, that's coming up, the election on November 6th, if you recall, um, Representative Youngblood was here talking about the voter ID law. For those of you that don't know, the voter ID law wasn't so much struck down. It still exists, but they just cannot enforce it at this election. The state has to take more steps in order to ensure that the disenfranchised folks or the folks who could be potentially disenfranchised by this voter ID law get what they need to get their identification. In case y'all didn't know, I say again, when you go to the polls on November 6th, they're not supposed to ask you for ID. If they do, make note of it, call me, and we'll make some noise. October 30th, if we're having a really difficult and, and necessary show on Megan's Law. No, it ain't about Megan, who's no slut. It, has to, it relates to sexual offenses. <laughs> and it's actually going to be
6: a two-part show where the first one we're going to have on... Carl Baker from the... He's the
2: direct, the um, supervisor of the appellate unit at the Public Defender's Office. What's up, Carl? November 6th, we're going to have Keir Bradford, my girl. Keir Bradford's a former Public Defender from Philadelphia. Then she went to the Federal Defender's Office in Delaware State. Now Ms. Bradford is the first black female chief public defender in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. And I said It'll Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, part of Pennsylvania. So she's going to be on the show. That's <laughs> going to be fun. And when Kira and I get together, look out.
6: And on that show, they won't be just be having a little chit-chat. They'll be talking about the criminal justice system in both counties and kind of what the differences are and she what hopes. She
2: hopes. She hopes. Because remember, <laughs> y'all, that's the day of the election, too. November 20th, we're yeah. having um, an exoneree by the name of Leslie Voss, who was on Maryland's? Um, he was death Maryland's
6: road. first exonerated person from the death row.
2: Looking forward to meeting Mr. Voss, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in every Wednesday from three to four on G Time Radio to the Serena Soul Brown Show. Sexy Soul Brown, sup, Serena. Every time, at every time, this time on our show, we have a special um dedication that we make. And I give our guests an opportunity to do that say that last pearl of wisdom to folk who are listening. Now, men, William and Thomas. (laughs)
6: Letisha
2: gonna go first, she gonna set the standard. (laughs) Short, sweet, meaningful. Go for it, Sister Webb. What would you say your last parting thoughts to folk out there listening who are returning citizens? family members thereof, or just are interested in the issue and want to get involved. What would you say so to So
6: can them? you define short, like it doesn't have to be 10 seconds, like a minute and a half, a minute?
2: What? W- it's like pornography. Like the, the Supreme Court justice says, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. <laughs>
5: okay. <laughs> and I trust you will let me know, right? Or oh, I'm going to get something <laughs> in my car. I just want people to know that it's really not about working for anybody anymore, it's really about, like my husband stated, Mr. Webb, to tap into your God-given gifts and talents and utilize that. If we are going to expect anybody to give us anything anymore, this is not going down like that.
2: And y'all know it because our our, our running—what's the name? The governor of Massachusetts, ex-Romney, said— that 47% expects to be given things all the time. You don't worry about them. Well, Mr. Romney, this is from Letitia Webb, William Webb, Thomas Ford, and us at For the People. We're not expecting a damn thing from you, but you better be careful because we're coming to get yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah right. I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish this. you got some more time.
5: Well, thank you.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and so uh, we understand it is going to take a level of faith commitment trust but that whole general assistant <laughs> elimination instead of looking at it as a crisis, we have to look at it as an opportunity. Um, and here I go. I can't remember if it's Japanese or Chinese but I think it's Japanese. their symbol for crisis also means opportunity. Wow. So in the Asian wow. culture, wow. they don't look at oh, crises easy. as something that is going to overtake you, but it's an opportunity for you to figure out, you know, to wake up the sleeping giant within you wow. and wow. to do what you need to do. Wow. She, how y'all going to top that? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> yeah. for,
1: she for? represented.
4: That's right. That's right. I just wanted to say to anybody who may be out there who fits the description of returning citizen and just got out that there's no disgrace to fall on your face. The disgrace is if you stay there. At some point, we must get up from where we are, wipe our eyes, hold our head up high, look at adversity dead in the eye, and walk in all truth. October the sixteenth, by the way, is our next uh, cohort class What's starting the cohort class? cohorts when we start in our next six month uh, cohort. October the 16th, so those who want to give us a call at 267-579-6301 or email us at opportunity1016 at gmail.com to register, please get on board. Don't be left behind.
6: Thank you. And, you know, I just want to add to that. There was something I read a long time ago, and it said something about when you fall, I guess, try to fall on, fall backwards, because if you can look up, you can get up. You know, if you can look up, you can get up. And I know my life is testimony to that. <laughs> if you can, I mean, it, it's it's about just keep pushing, just keep pushing until you do it. When you fall, try to fall backwards. Wow. Because if you can look up, you can get up.
3: Well, let me just say this um, I, I'm so uh, appreciative of this opportunity, Renee and, and Deborah and Black, you know, to, to allow us. To get out of here, yes, you did. <laughs> you know, we do everything that that I try to do. Uh, Debbie and Renee are there. You know, we did a chicken and, and, and fried chicken dinner trying to raise some money, and they were there. And
2: let's be real, Deborah like to eat, <laughs> but it so was really good. They, they invite
1: me. We appreciate it. Away. You know,
3: we, we 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 know we have oh, to fund our own uh, opportunities out here, and and that's what we're trying to do. Um, uh, William touched on something. Uh, he talked about a movement. Now, folks, you know, we are the experts. We are the informed experts on what it takes for a person to leave prison and come out here and make a self have a self-sustaining lifestyle at home in the community. And we are the example. So we are mentoring folks, we're getting them involved in the things that have been successful for us. It is a movement. We're doing it with the voting, we're doing it in all aspects, we're doing it with entrepreneurship. We're not waiting around for someone to give us something. We're out there trying to make a way for ourselves. And that's what Exodus is doing. That's what Opportunity Inc is doing. That's what uh, the Returning Citizens Voter Movement is doing. That's what we're about. This is a movement.
2: And if you want to become a part of the movement and you want your voice heard, reach out to our producer Renee at deborainlaw.com or For the People at deborainlaw.com. We are a platform to offer Anyone who's doing some good in the community, and we can find some kind of legal thread to put in there a little bit. And I will find a thread. She can make a thread about it, and I'm telling you all. We fight about that all the time. (laughs) But um, Letitia Webb, William Webb, thank you so much. I'm so excited to hear about Opportunity, Inc. And for y'all, you know I really am a real lawyer sometimes. And I would like to get a flyer or something from each of you and provide it to all my judges at the CJC so they know that program is there. I know you guys have probably already sent information up to the prison, state, and county. Is that right? And if you haven't, let me know, and I'll put you in touch with the folks you need to be in touch with. And I know Mr. Ford has already, because I know he's been there and done that. I mean, the more we can do to help each other out to make folks know that we're there, the better for us. As we do on our show, Sister Black put together a poem, as she always does. And before we get there, though... Remember, y'all. Those of y'all who like to come on CP time, it's okay now because we're on till nine thirty. But if you have some information, some questions, some issues that you have, you want to address on the show, you want to get questions to email us for the people at deboranylaw She's
6: pausing to read. I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> read. Talking <laughs> the same time. I just hey, want to well, add, You know, listen. <laughs> I
2: I want to say, and I and I think it's really important. Do not use, and please don't rely on it. And I know, um, Brother Webb, Sister Webb, um, Brother Ford, y'all hear all the time people saying, well, I don't have no education, I'm not smart, and I dropped out of high school, all that nonsense. And it's not nonsense in the sense that y'all think I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't use that as a reason for you not to reach forward, exactly. not for you to stand up and get up, because all you did was fall on your back. You can still look up. Get your butt up. There is so much information out there now. Let me tell y'all what. The way things are going, the way our economy is going, if these Republicans could, they would take every social program away that we have. Because in their minds, it's only benefiting African Americans and other minorities. They forget that we still don't make up the majority of the country yet, so it's not just benefiting us. But in their minds, based on Governor Romney's comments, we're the only ones that are benefiting from it. So we need to come back, be a community, and show them we can do on our own with each other. I told y'all I warned you I was going to rant a little bit about my um, jury trial. Let me say this to y'all. Those police officers out there, you know who you are. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, wearing that blue proud and making us proud, God bless you. For those thugs in blue, we coming for y'all. And I don't mean that as a threat physically, but I'm going to tell you what, every time I come across you in court... I'm going to call you what you are, and I'm going to show everybody else out there what you are. It is what it is. Don't lie. God damn you, don't lie. And if you're out there lying, violating people's civil rights under the color of law, we are going to find you, and like your lieutenant who got fired for hitting that unarmed helpless woman, we're coming after y'all to cut that shit out. And I'm serious, and I'm mad because guess what? You have no right to put that badge on, promise to protect us, beat the crap out of us, and then get put your hand on the Bible and lie about it. Shame on you. If you're doing it, shame on you. If you're watching it being done, shame on you. If you're one of those judges and DAs that are putting that shit up and supporting it, shame on you to stop it. Wait, and what I happened said to shit instead shit. of spit. I
5: thought yeah. we were saying spit. We yeah, said, I, <laughs>
2: I said spit shit, and I apologize. I told you that wasn't
6: going go, nowhere, no, go and, nowhere.
2: And I said all that to say, we all know that offers, police officers are just like us. They're human beings. I spent three years as a, as a state corrections officer in Alaska. I spent five years as a federal law enforcement officer. I'm not saying that I was perfect because, you know, when I abused my power, I got in that damn Mark car and rode up the, the turnpike in New Jersey. My record from Newark to Camden, 45 minutes. Mm. And that's a long – <laughs> with the, um, lights, with the lights and the siren on, right. Big old U.S. on the side of the truck. I was flying. so And I didn't mean for it to sound the way it did. I have a whole bunch of friends that are police officers, and I respect them immensely. But I know that these guys are stand-up guys, and if they see a rookie or someone going by the wayside, they're going to say, yo, dude, what you doing? Cut that out. For those of you that see it and don't do anything, in my estimation, I think you're just as bad, if not worse, than the officers who are doing it. And that goes... The other side of that, for those of y'all out in the community who can be who can distinguish themselves from a snitch to someone who's saying what they saw and providing helpful information, you can do that. That's just one more thing we can do to make our community stronger, to make us work together. If you're a snitch, you know who the heck you are. We're not even going to go there with you. We're going to call you what you are, a snitch. If you're someone out there in the community who's offering helpful information, we know who you are. We're gonna walk up to you. Trust us. Shake our hand and say to shake your hand and say thank you. We got. I gave uh, gave y'all a lot to think about. It wasn't planned. It was just something that was dying to come out, and I didn't want to scare my guests, so I waited till the <laughs> end of the show. And I think mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Um, my producer is trying to show me a card.
6: Well, no, I'm read. not. This it's not really showing you a card this time. I just had something up. You know, Mr. Webb said something in reference to tapping into your talents, and so my comment on that. Or my yeah, my comment I guess is for folks who say I don't know what my talents are, not sure, not doing anything. All I've done is worked at McDonald's, <laughs> pumped some gas. What do you say to them? Mm-hmm.
4: I say get involved and come out of uh, the, the, the surrounding that you may be in and tap into some uh, role models and leaders in the community because we all have we all have some talent and a lot of times the very individual who is saying that they don't know what they are doing are doing something. And it takes somebody else on the outside to identify it. And once we identify it, it sort of seems to spring to life.
6: Right. I mean, and it's kind of like when you go, I I tell people all the time who have not been to college, when you go to college, they make you take, they make everybody take all these different courses and subjects that you know nothing about. And it's to open your mind up to things that you're not sure of.
2: And they're going to... They're designed to tap into what your right your exactly. Yeah, are. And there's
6: a wonderful organization that's called what is that organization? Uh, it's on a website. It's the wonderful volunteer.
2: Organization.
6: Shut up! It's, <laughs> it's volunteer. What do they do? Oh my god! It's volunteers. That national organization.
2: The oh. national volunteers. Put that on your website. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Misha, producer. You put
5: wonderful. <laughs>
6: um, <laughs> right? <laughs> national <laughs> wonderful volunteer organization. But, but what do they you, volunteer? With? You, but basically, it's a national almost clearinghouse. Where you can go on with your .org and say, "I'm looking for someone to volunteer to do a one day, one volunteer
2: month. match is what it's called.
6: Vo- volunteer match. Volunteer
2: is what it is. match See, she knew she would Org, pull it out of right. me eventually. And They're designed to find folks who want to volunteer in um, nonprofits or other .orgs who need vo- po- folks to come roll up their sleeves, volunteer, and get involved. And it's everything a from, from
6: online work to I like online. animals. I can go volunteer at a pet shelter, but it's just it pretty much anything you ever wanted to do.
2: By the by, that. y'all, I'm sorry, producer. By the by, we are still having our Make Our Theme Song competition. Stay tuned. We have a date firmed up. we got to get that information out to you. But remember, y'all, we've been saying for about two months now, for my guests in the studio, I'm asking, I'm calling on artists who have musical skills to create and write for our show solely mm-hmm. an instrumental theme song that's funky, upbeat, and represents for the people. And guess what? The top prize is $450 in okay, prizes. Okay, no, that's, that's, that, that's not what the card <laughs> said.
6: The card <laughs> just said $450 in prizes. It did not say inferred
2: top. top prize. <laughs> so there are $450 in prizes? Is that what you're Total, saying? Total, yes. Total, okay. Yes, but
6: that is not the type so top prize. So you can
2: get some money, folks. And we're looking for, right now, our theme song is the instrumental version of Jay-Z's My First Song. And it's funky, it's, it's all that. So every time the show comes on, you hear that. We're looking for something that's representative like that and that demonstrates and will make folk identify the song. Here, bring it up a little bit. Look at that. Uh, uh. Did you know that was Jay-Z? I had no clue. This is the instrumental track to his song. So at those, those of y'all budding artists out there, keep that in your mind. Notice the kind of sort of, we don't want you to copy that, but we want you to find something fresh and original like that.
6: Yeah, original being the opportunity. And word we're going
2: to ask you if it's yours. You're going to have to prove it. Go back, read, listen to my copyright show if you didn't. It's episode eight. Are you
6: just <laughs> throwing these numbers out there? No, we, really? we've, it's re, it
2: actually really is episode eight. That's when Black first joined the show because she did her piece, episode eight.
6: Oh, and before we go, folks, if you want to sign the petition... To get black enrolled at Community College of we Philadelphia, it, I'll sign it. Send, <laughs> send me an email to to Renee at Deborah Rainey Law or for the people at Deborah Rainey Law. We gonna get this child in school. I and think then we
2: put on the Facebook for the people law and plain language page. Back, we got your back. Go to school
6: because if not, I think that what we can do, we can all go down there together, like in kindergarten. We can hold right. your hand. And we can sing Kumbaya, swing
5: our arms. Okay, we white girl, it's kumbaya. Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> well come on. Hold on. She to can t- register for Opportunity Inc. and her application fee would be waived the twenty five dollars. <laughs> we got a training wow. program. There you yes. go. Yes. Yes. We're gonna have you in
2: everything.
5: <laughs> Look, everything. All
2: right, objection, Your Honor. Badgering my client. All oh, right. Okay. Now.
6: But you know what? Oh, I gave birth. Not to black, but to another child. So that gives me all kinds of mommy rights.
2: And I'm sure Mama Black is in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, in January, she got, for me. It's
1: crazy.
2: She,
6: she got a backpack for you? She got a backpack. I'm going to bring pencils next week. Baby girl oh, said a sign book bag. To When's petition? the last time
2: they said book bag? That's
6: why she <laughs> needs to go to school. She, she hang around old she. hands too much. <laughs> 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 she said book bag. Wow. So I know oh, what we're going to do. Next wow. week, we're going to bring the application.
2: Baby girl, where you at?
6: We're going to bring the the application. We're not going to go off the air until she fills out the application. What? We'll be on the air all night.
2: (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, we've hoped you had a good time. I want to say once again a special, special thank you to William Webb, Letitia Webb, and Thomas Ford. You guys are welcome back on the show anytime. We really appreciate it. What Thomas knows, all you have to do is send the information to Renee suggest a a show and she'll hook you up for those of you remember renee's um announcement this is national domestic violence awareness month you ignorant sobs out there don't take that some other way i noticed some folks out there taking it and, and anyway i'm not gonna go there the special shout out to women against abuse the um Executive Director is Janine.
6: Janine and, and, and I are going to be on Fox News at 9 or 10 or something in the morning.
2: And the Director of, what's Cheryl's title?
6: She's the Public Relations
2: Person. Cheryl is the Public Relations Person. Special shout-out to you on what you do and what you stand for. Ladies and gentlemen, sometime tonight before you go to bed, before you start into your personal stuff, take a moment, close your eyes, say a silent prayer for those people who are past, present, victims of domestic violence whether alive or not we know it's got to stop it's got to come to the forefront it's got to stop being secretive take a moment say a special prayer William Spratley and your family his daughter was killed January 2010 the um, perpetrator was her baby daddy He killed her, choked her, threw her body in a closet, and hid clothes underneath her. And
6: that's where her father Dad came
2: looking for her. He said she left. Dad saw in the house that her clothes and her stuff were still there, and he knew his child would never leave his grandbabies with her baby daddy. Went back, got the police. The police wouldn't let him in. They went back to his family home. Let's just say they used the neighborhood way to get in the house. They used no popo. Pushed him out the way, and Dad found her body buried in her closet under clothes, and she had been dead for a few days. So the episode that he's on was pretty powerful. It's episode eight, Domestic Violence, Love Shouldn't Hurt. Um, once again, uh, William Webb, Letitia Webb, Thomas Ford, folks like you, your organizations are what we need in order for us to continue to grow and, and be strong and be a community within a community. And for those of you that hear it's me nervous. maybe say sometimes about minorities, white, black, brown, we're not exclusive, we're inclusive. If you've got information that you want to provide to help today's topical um, community, and that is our returning citizens. Please reach out to Mr. Ford, reach out to Mr. and Mrs. Webb, hell, reach out to us, because guess what? They are coming home. How we accept them and embrace them is what our responsibility. Go ahead, Black. For
1: sure, I'm gonna just jump right into it. I can rewind. I can rewind to a time when we were free to dream. A time when harsh reality didn't rob us of our i be's and replace it with I-gotta-bes. I-gotta-be a survivor of poverty, poverty struck and stuck with a mockery of democracy. I, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. Has been replaced with I got to wake up to see the next morning. I got to put some food in the house before dawn. And I, I, I hope the laws of the streets don't decide my fate like the foreman. I used to dream sweet dreams of a ghetto child. But my dreams got taken when my ribs started touching. They was damn near breaking. No good smells in the kitchen. No frying, no bacon. Made me say hell yeah to the streets and forget education. Education, the only thing they can't take from me. I left it underneath my pillow with those sweet dreams. Dreams turn shallow. Dreams become extinct. Because I don't had time to learn. I don't even had time to think. I just got to react to my habitat before I become prey to society's predatory ways. Or until someone tries to save what's left of us. Pro- I- provide us with a way out. Exit us. Exit us from this nightmare we are barely existing in. Give me <laughs> back my innocence so I can dream again. Ooh.
2: As usual, our in-house yes. poetess, yes. black, a.k.a. the broke poet. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. Say bye, fam. Later.
0: Presented on for the people is provided as general legal information. The general legal information is intended to inform consumers, is not intended to substitute for specific legal advice as it relates to the listener's specific legal issue. Consumers are cautioned not to rely on the general legal information broadcast on for the people as legal advice. No attorney-client relationship is created, intended, or implied between the consumers of For the People and Deborah Rainey Esquire, the compassionate lawyer, or the law office of Deborah D. Rainey. Please consult with an attorney for your specific legal issue.